Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Masters of Self University podcast. I'm Rachel Fiore, and I would love to welcome you, welcome you to this episode. I'm very excited to dive into privacy versus secrecy, a silent killer of relationships. So I want us to understand and discern the difference, be able to discern the difference between privacy in a relationship and secrecy in a relationship. Secrecy is a silent killer of relationships. Secrecy is a silent killer of romantic relationships, of all kinds of relationships. But secrecy really in romantic relationships is an absolute killer over time. And I want us to be able to understand the difference between privacy in a relationship, having your own, you know, private communication, your own private time, privacy, 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 versus secrecy, because secrecy will destroy relationship and kill a relationship over time. 100% absolutely destroys trust. So let's understand the difference. First of all, privacy is, you know, um, you're in the bathroom, you're shaving your balls, and you don't want your girlfriend or your spouse to walk in the bathroom while you're shaving your ball hair. Okay. You have a right to privacy when it comes to that, right? Women who are, I'm going to use the shower, the bathroom again. Women who are in the bathroom, in the shower, shaving, grooming in the ways that they want to groom, their pubic hair, their whatever, like that deserves a degree of privacy. That's privacy when we talk about privacy, okay? Privacy might mean that I would like to spend some alone time with just me, myself, and I to recalibrate my energy, to clear my energy fields, to heal myself emotionally from something, okay? I want my time in order to clear my energies. It's something as simple as that, okay? I might be going through something painful, so I would like some privacy to move through that. Okay, I had a challenging day. I don't want to project my challenges onto you. And no, this isn't the same as a lack of emotional intimacy, not including your partner in on sharing with your partner what happened today, good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't mean you're excluding your partner. Don't you dare make the mistake of thinking that going off by yourself all the time is how you just deal with things. I just need my privacy. We have a little bit, we need to grow up and be a little more mature and our definitions of these things, and also in our understanding of these things, okay? So when we talk about privacy, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. If you want to go pluck your eyebrows or put your makeup on and you want privacy to do it, that's no big deal. You're, I hope you're starting to see now what privacy means, that it's a little bit, you want to go take a crap and, and dump and you know you're stinking up the bathroom, you'd like privacy during that, <laughs> You have a right to privacy there. Do you understand? So 
I hope you see how kind of silly and almost insignificant it is to have quote unquote privacy. We have a right to privacy. I have a right to privacy when, you know, if you're, you know, sunbathing in your yard, you have a right to privacy to not be, you know, viewed, videotaped, that kind of thing without your consent. Like you have a right to privacy and that includes in your relationship. You have a right to want to, you know, shower alone or be change your clothes alone without always having your spouse there with you constantly. You do have a right to privacy when it comes to things. So that's a giving you silly examples of a right to privacy. Okay. Your friends that contact you, your um, loved ones, family members who maybe want to share um, a challenge or difficulty or their pain, they have a right to privacy. You know, you can say, you know, my friend, my sister is just going through a hard time and I want to um, respect and honor, you know, his or her privacy, but, and I'm not excluding you from this, but they do have a right to privacy. They want to share with me and only me. And that doesn't mean I tell you all the dirty details about what's going on with my friend or my loved one. Just know that they're having a rough time in their marriage right now. Or, you know, my friend is having challenges with their teenager and their teenagers really getting in trouble and, a right to privacy is to honor my friends or my loved one's privacy regarding this scenario. They're not sharing it with you. They're sharing it with me while still to a degree saying there's, you know, something going on with my friend or my loved one. Um, I'm not excluding you from it, but I'm honoring their privacy by not sharing all the details of it. That's, those are examples of privacy that we honor within ourselves, other people. Okay. So you understand, hopefully, what privacy means to have a better understanding of it. Here's secrecy. Let me see your phone. Oh, you don't need to see my phone. I have a right to privacy. Uh-oh, red flag. You're telling me that you live together even if you don't? You share the same space together to whatever degree because you're spending the night together. You're in a committed relationship or you're married. Um, you have a life partner. So you're most likely living together. So your penis is inside of her vagina, however often. You share the same bed together. You share the same bathroom. You shower together maybe sometimes. You eat and drink out of the same cup, eat off of the same thing. You share the same fork sometimes, maybe. Oh, here, honey, try this. Take a bite. You go into the bathroom after your partner takes a crap and that unpleasant smell that lingers for a while. And yet, you minimize what you had open on your computer or on your phone you scroll out of the screen that you were on when your partner walks by or comes into the room and your partner, your spouse, your loved one can see that you just switched out of what screen you were just scrolling on or you minimized the screen or whatever on whatever device you're on. 
Let me see your phone. No, it's my phone. I have a right to privacy. Oh, uh uh-uh. That's secrecy. So you can be naked together. You can shower together. You can eat and cook together. You can share a house together. You can share a living space together. You can share the same shitter. You can do all of these things together. You can ride in the same car together when you go places together. You can grocery shop together. You can do all things together, but you can't show somebody your fucking phone? What did you just have open? Who are you chatting with? Can I see your text messages? And here's what the person who's fucking up and can't be trusted in the relationship will do. No, I have a right to privacy. You don't need to see, you don't need to read my text messages. What about my privacy? Red flag, red flag, uh-oh, red fucking flag. If there is anything you are viewing that you wouldn't view right the fuck in front of your partner, you are fucking up and you cannot be trusted. If your partner cannot see what it is that you're doing and you're trying to hide what it is you're looking at, who you're chatting with, whose pictures you're commenting on on social media, who and what you're looking at that you don't want them to see, that's fucking secrecy. And secrecy is a silent killer of relationships because what happens then are programs get triggered of defensiveness, scapegoating, gaslighting, arrogance. All the nasty programs get triggered in those moments. All of the nasty programs. If I lack the way of truth, of the 20 universal ways of oneness, the way of truth is number four. Out of 20, it is low on the list. And yet we as humans can't seem to get our shit together, heal enough, elevate enough in our own level of consciousness to become more enlightened beings so that we are more honest, more loving, that we are living in our relationships as the way of truth. I'm lying. I'm keeping secrets. I'm doing shit behind your back that I shouldn't fucking be doing. It's shady. I'm cheating to some degree. And I don't want you to see that, which is why I'm keeping secrets. I lack the way of integrity if I'm doing this. One of the ways of oneness. One of the universal ways of oneness, number 16, is integrity. I lack the way of loyalty, which is way of oneness, number 13. Because I'm not loyal to this relationship. I'm not loyal to you if I am keeping secrets, if I'm hiding things from you, I'm being shady. I'm, ch- I'm sharing my energy in an inappropriate infidelity type of way if I'm keeping secrets and I won't show you what it is that I'm doing. I lack the way of honoring, which is one of the universal ways of oneness. Number 11, I'm not honoring you. I'm not honoring this relationship. I'm not honoring my commitment to you. Mm. I'm also lacking in the way of harmlessness and gentleness. And that's way of oneness number eight. Why am I lacking that? Because I'm willing to fucking harm you and hurt you, lie to you, sneak around behind your back. That's why. I'm lacking in all of these ways. And that's 
that those levels of secrecy, dishonesty, the lack of the way of truth, the lack of harmlessness and gentleness, the lack of honoring, the lack of trust. Oh my God, talk about trust. Didn't even mention that one yet. That's universal way of oneness number 10. I'm showing you I'm untrustworthy because I keep secrets in this relationship and I'm calling it privacy. They are not one and the same, my friends. Secrets kill a fucking relationship because it's showing how immature you are, how untrustworthy you are. It shows what a liar you are if you're willing to keep secrets. You cannot be trusted if this is what you're doing in a relationship. Meanwhile, having an arrogant, entitled, narcissistic pr programs that are running that are projected upon gaslighting your partner by saying, this is an invasion of my privacy. You don't need to look at my phone. Oh, people who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. So what are the secrets that you're keeping in this relationship? If you want to read about the 20 universal ways of oneness, because these are the ways to heal and evolve into, you become each way of oneness, absolutely have the most incredible, amazing relationship that you could never even dream of having. Unless you become the ways of oneness, that is aspects of oneness consciousness. You can, you can go to Amazon right now and grab your copy, the 20 universal ways of oneness taught by the spirit of an enlightened dog. Get your copy right now if your relationship is suffering and start to elevate yourself so that you are not somebody who is killing intimacy, emotional intimacy, killing and destroying your relationship over time and claiming it's privacy. I have a right to privacy versus secrecy. Okay, so secrecy, when we keep secrets, we are showing I am hiding something because I know what I'm doing is fucked up, dysfunctional, unhealthy, toxic, wrong, damaging, and I don't want to grow up enough and mature enough to become a human who doesn't cause harm to other people. So I'm showing you I'm selfish. I'm arrogant. I'm harmful. I'm emotionally damaging you in this relationship by showing up as a person who cannot be trusted in a relationship. And then I'm going to turn around and blame you for it, for wanting to see my phone or look at my devices and what I've been doing and who I've been communicating with. You should just trust me. Oh, talk about a killer of relationships. Nobody should fucking trust you. Get out of that shit. Uh-uh. No. I do not expect any person in my life, never any man that I have dated to trust me. You want to know why I don't expect that? That isn't his fucking job or responsibility to trust me. The responsibility... The way of responsibility, universal way of oneness, number one, the first way of oneness is the way of responsibility. The way of responsibility is on me, me, to elevate into a person of truth, the way of truth, a person who can be trusted. I am the one who must become trustworthy. I'm the one who has to live my life 
as a person who can be trusted. That responsibility falls on me. I am the one. I am the one who is trustworthy. You see, so if I am showing up as an enlightened being of oneness consciousness, I am a trustworthy person. I am the way of trust in my life. I do nothing ever to tarnish or poison or damage or destroy the fact that I am a trustworthy person. When I am a trustworthy person, then I am somebody who can be trusted. I go to sleep at night knowing what kind of a person I am. And then I am also detached from anybody else's opinion of me. If somebody wants to project programs, gaslight me, project their programs of untrustworthiness because they can't be trusted onto me. Not my fucking problem. Because I am a human, a person, a partner who can be trusted. Not because I fucking say so. How ignorant, how arrogant, how fucking arrogant and entitled to expect, to have the expectation that another person, another person should just trust you because you fucking say they should. Or in a relationship, you should just trust me. Wow, you entitled fuck. Should they now? You entitled son of a bitch to expect a person to just trust you. Do you see how fucking arrogant and entitled we are and narcissistic we are? Instead of, I should be a person who is trustworthy. Mm, look at the difference in that. Look at the difference. It is my responsibility to be a trustworthy human being, period, fucking end. And if I am authentically, authentically the way of trust, someone who doesn't fucking lie, doesn't sneak around, doesn't keep secrets, doesn't cheat, doesn't energetically give my energy and my lust out to other people outside of the fucking relationship. If I am none of those things, if I am authentically the enlightened characteristic, the beingness of the way of trust, the way of truth, the way of integrity, if I really truly am the way of loyalty of this relationship, of this commitment, no matter who I'm in a relationship with, when I am those things, I am oneness consciousness. Your programs, your lack of trust mean nothing because I'm showing up in those ways. It is my responsibility as a partner to show up, as a human being to show up in these ways for other people in all areas of my life, in my job, in my career, in my soul's mission, in my interactions with other people. And especially in my romantic relationships, it is not another person's job to trust me. It just isn't. It is my job to be someone who can be trusted. And let's take this a step further. If you are someone who destroys trust in a relationship, if you broke that trust, if you cheated, if you lied, if you snuck around, if you did things that are inappropriate, it is never your partner's job to learn how to fucking trust you again. Never. It is never your partner's job 
to heal all of the emotional damage and trauma that you caused and to learn how to trust you again on top of that. It is never your partner's job when you're the one that fucked up the relationship. Never, ever, 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 never, never, ever, never is it your partner's job. You caused that emotional damage. You need to heal that. How do you heal that? And I'm going to discern here in just a moment because anybody who damages me, who created trauma in me, anybody who lied and cheated and um, broke trust or, you know, emotionally abused me or did all the things that people can do in relationships. We're all very familiar with the things we can do in relationships. So if anybody did that to me, yes, it is 100% my responsibility to heal myself from my pain. Do not get that confused with if I do the work to heal myself because of the damage that you've done. For example, yes, I don't stay as a victim. I don't stay in the trauma for the rest of my life because you did what you did to me, whatever that quote unquote is. Okay, this is the same for your parents. Your parents did a lot of damage. They hurt you. They weren't the best parents in the world. Whatever may have happened when you were young, you have unhealed traumas wasn't caused by you, wasn't created by you. Your parents did that. Somebody who harmed you growing up, they created that. They caused that. Yes, you didn't cause that. You were an innocent victim. You were an innocent child and all of that. Do you understand? In a relationship, somebody harms you, damages you, causes emotional trauma, lies, cheats, breaks trust, um, does whatever. They did that to you. Yes, that's going to cause emotional damage. And yes, it is up to me to not stay trapped in that emotional damage, that trauma that pain. Because as a divine being, I am powerful enough to heal that and alchemize that and rise above all of that. That is my responsibility as a divine being. It is. I heal me. Okay. However, where people get very confused and lost in lower le levels of consciousness when it comes to understanding this stuff, especially in romantic relationships, people then think, Oh, my job to heal myself. Okay. And then they think that the partner who lied or snuck around or cheated or did the emotional damage or whatever it is that the partner did, that they then are like off the hook. It's my job to heal myself and then learn how to trust you again. No, it fucking isn't. No, it isn't. When you're the one who kept secrets or you're the one who lied or you're the one who cheated or you're the one that runs programs of untrustworthiness, of a lack of truth. When you're the liar, it isn't my job to fucking believe you again. You ruined that. You broke that. You damaged it. You destroyed that between you and me. It isn't my fucking job to start believing you. Nope, sorry. That burden doesn't fucking fall on my shoulders. You fucked this up. It isn't my job to trust you again. No fucking way is that my job. My job is to trust in me in healing this shit that you fucking caused. My job is to trust you again. Your job is to become somebody who I can trust. So you got to do the work on that. Your job is to become somebody that I can believe because you're telling the fucking truth. You're becoming the way of truth. So you need to heal every aspect of you that fucking lies, that tells secrets, that holds secrets and keeps secrets and sneaks around and does all the shady things that we've learned how to do to dismiss and gaslight people when they question us and our entitlement and our arrogance. Do you understand this?
So it isn't my job to trust you again if I'm the one who's been hurt or lied to or cheated on or whatever, right? Not my job. Uh-uh. My job is to nurture me through my pain, to rise above all of this, to alchemize this so I don't stay trapped in the fucked up programs that you were running that hurt me to begin with. That's my job. That's my responsibility to myself. That's unconditional love. That is the way of unconditional love for me. The way of unconditional love doesn't mean I automatically fucking give you a chance, forgive you the way of forgiveness, another way of oneness. But we need to understand that. I need to shift into the way of honoring, the way of compassion, the way of unconditional love for me, the way of harmlessness and gentleness for me. Because I'm the one who got hurt here. I do that first for me. It is your job and your responsibility to shift into the ways of oneness, to heal and elevate yourself so you are no longer running the programs of lying, cheating, sneaking around, infidelity, blah, 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 blah. Do you understand? That is your responsibility. And if you don't mature and grow up and grow out of those fucking programs that destroy relationships, if you don't do that, how dare you think I should trust you when you're not one to be trusted? You've already proven you're not a person that can be fucking trusted. You've shown that to me. Do you understand this, everybody listening? Do you understand? When you show your partner you can't be trusted, fuck you if you think, oh, get over it. I should just be trusted now. That's not how you heal trust, a lack of trust. When you've destroyed it, that's not how you heal it and create trust now between two people. Do you understand? So you have to get the coaching. You have to do the work. You have to get the healing in yourself. You have to be willing to allow the old you who was not trustworthy, who did not stay in integrity, who stepped out of integrity, All of the ways that you've lied, you stepped out of integrity, you've broken a beautiful connection between the two of you. So the way of connection, you've destroyed that. Do you understand? The way of truth, you were lying and sneaking around. You are certainly not the way of truth. You got to go all the way back to the very first way of oneness and start from scratch. Start there. What is my responsibility? My responsibility is to heal myself so I am not somebody who lies, sneaks around, hurts and harms the people that I claimed love the people that I get into a committed relationship with and then I fucking destroy that relationship because I'm not the way of loyalty. I am not the way of integrity. I am not the way of truth. I am not the way of trust. I am sure as fuck not the way of harmlessness and gentleness or I wouldn't be harming, emotionally harming and lying to my partner who I claim to love. So I'm sure as fuck not the way of unconditional love either. Do you see it? So these are our programs. This is the type of coaching that you receive at Masters of Self University. The introduction to the ways of oneness, that class, learning what it means to become the ways heals every goddamn thing inside of you that destroys your relationships, that ruins and sabotages your chance at real, true, genuine, authentic love. Sacred relationship cannot be created when you're running all of these sabotaging programs of love of relationships. Okay. So keeping secrets, fuck you. Uh-uh. Stop justifying that crap. Immature little children keep secrets because they carry shame. And if you're carrying shame, you run behavioral programs that are, that create, that you take action. You actually run behaviors 
that create shame, something that I should be ashamed of. I'm running those programs on autopilot when I'm unhealed, which means you will continue when you carry the wound of shame for whatever reason inside of you, whether you're aware of it or not, you will continue to do quote unquote shameful things that perpetuate the cycle, the hamster wheel of shame. So you will lie, you will cheat, you will lust after, you will do this, you will do that in your relate. You will keep secrets. You will do inappropriate fucked up shit that you know is unloving and fucked up and disgusting. And you'll keep doing it because you are the one carrying shame, which means you will run behavioral programs that are shameful, which means I have to do something to be ashamed of in order to keep running this perpetual autopilot cycle of woundedness in my subconscious mind to show I am somebody that I should be ashamed of. Someone outside of me should point the finger at me and say, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm going to keep creating those programs over and over while I am unhealed. And then I'm going to use the excuse and call it, I have a right to privacy. You shouldn't want to look at my phone. You should just trust me. Well, you arrogant, entitled asshole, no one should just trust you. How dare you be so arrogant? That is the opposite of living your life as a divine human being to automatically think you deserve fucking trust, unconditional love, and all the shit that our arrogant, entitled society keeps fucking brainwashing people and your relationships telling you, oh, you should just be trusted automatically in the relationship. Fuck you. No, you shouldn't. Instead, let's enlighten ourselves and become someone who is just trustworthy. There is a difference. See the difference there. I don't ask anybody to fucking trust me. They don't have to. I am a trustworthy person, period, fucking end. In my relationships, I am the way of loyalty, period, end. And I don't let your fucked up programs or your cheating or your lying or you're doing this or you're doing that to tarnish who I am as a human being. So many relationships over the years, so many couples that I've coached over the years, one person cheated. God, the infidelity in our fucking world. I swear to God, it is such a fucking plague. Infidelity is this fucking plague. If we could just elevate to the ways of oneness for the love of Christ, this wouldn't exist. But the number of couples that I've coached over the years where one person, oh my God, God, they lied, they kept the secrets, they were cheating, they got caught and cheating to whatever degrees. And then what would happen is that stuff didn't get healed because people really honestly don't know how to heal this shit at, this shit at the deepest level. They just, they don't. Talk therapy and traditional couples counseling doesn't heal shit, doesn't come close to healing this stuff in a relationship. It doesn't. Talking about it. No, none of that is going to heal. Here's the deal. If you cheated, you're the one who cheated. What's wrong in your relationship is you fucking cheated. <laughs> you are running programs of sabotage. There are a lot of programs you're running when you're willing to cheat and emotionally destroy your partner to destroy trust and truth and loyalty and honoring and harm. All of the ways that you fucking destroyed your partner emotionally because of all the secrecy and the lies, et cetera. Okay. And then what I see is so many times couples in this scenario 
several years later, even none of this has been healed. They've been to so many counselors, therapists, whatever. It hasn't been healed. And then the person who got cheated on turns around and cheats at some point. Because at some point they are so tired of having this pain. They are so tired of not being able to trust. They just want to be able to trust their partner. They want to be able to trust their partner. They want to believe their partner's telling the truth. They don't want to feel like this anymore. They hate it, but it hasn't been healed because they haven't been to anybody that teaches them how to actually heal this shit permanently for good. Because it can be healed, by the way. You really can. Authentic. When you work with alchemy, you work with energetic alchemy and you work with transformational methods at the deepest levels. You can learn how to heal all this, by the way. You can. That's what we do at Masters of Self University. These are our coaching programs. We teach you 100% how to heal all of this at an energetic level. But it's a process and it takes time. You have to be willing and devoted, willing to do the hard work. Okay. But if you're willing to do the work, the best part about this work is the work works. There is no such thing that it doesn't work, these methods. But there is such thing as you not doing it, not signing up for coaching, not doing your homework, not following through, not showing up. Like we can't do anything about that. What we can do is absolutely heal all of these programs. We can heal the lack of trust. All of that stuff can be healed. Okay. But going back to my examples of so many couples where this stuff isn't healed, they've tried everything. They've tried the therapy and the counselors. And then the partner who got cheated on ends up turning around and cheating because they're so tired of feeling this way. They go out and they think, if I just do to him what he did to me, for example, or do to her what she did to me, if I just do to them what they did to me, we're even. Now they have to deal with the fact that I fucking cheated. Now they have to deal. They will get to see how fucking painful this is, what it means to be lied to and secrets and blah, blah, blah. They do that and then they think, okay, we're even now. Now you get to feel all the fucking pain. Even Steven even the score, and then I'll feel better because I did to you what you did to me. Now you have to go through the pain and suffering that you caused me. And listen, none of this makes sense. It's all irrational, of course. It's all coming from pains and wounds. But I've seen this a lot. I've seen this more times than you would believe. And, and usually when somebody does that, it is not a week later, a month later. It's like three years, five, four, five years later they do it. Why? Everything was left unhealed for that many years. And they, they are trying desperately to do the thing that's finally going to get rid of their pain that they've had to suffer from and endure because of you, you cheater, for the last five years of my life. I'm in suffering of not being able to fucking trust you when I'm trying to trust you. But here's the mistake we make. I don't have to try to trust you ever again. It is your responsibility to become trustworthy. And the problem is we don't know how to do that, generally speaking. And traditional fucking counseling, couples therapy doesn't fucking do it. doesn't teach you anything like this. That's why I left the mental health field in Western medicine here because they don't teach you this stuff. And it's a waste of time. And people suffer for years on end with this stuff. And then some of those people end up going out and cheating too and making it so much worse. 
So here's where we start. First of all, you have to be honest enough to say privacy versus secrecy. Discern the difference between the two. And for all of those out there who know damn well you're keeping secrets, you are destroying your relationship. Grow up. Mature. Knock that shit the fuck off. And when I when I really mean when I say that is understand what it is that you're doing. No more fucking excuses. Who do you think you're kidding? You're fooling yourself. Are you lying so much? You're fooling yourself. Do you actually believe? Oh, I have a right to privacy when it comes to this. Do you really believe that shit? Because you're only fooling yourself if you think other people believe. Like, who are you gaslighting over here? You don't have a right to look at my phone. Okay, you have a right to put your penis inside of me, but I don't have a right to look at your fucking text messages. Do you see how stupid this is? How stupid are we? Grow up. We are not in preschool. But we're so immature that we can't see the forest through the trees when it comes to this stuff. No, get out of here, privacy crap. Look, you want privacy to take a shit? I get it. You get your privacy. You want privacy to shave your balls or do whatever you want to do in there? Like, you got your privacy. Privacy is not secrecy. There are no secrets in sacred relationships. None. And that might be really triggering and scary to some people. Why? It is only triggering and scary to the people who fucking keep secrets, who are doing shady, inappropriate shit in their relationship. That's who this is scary to. Anybody who are the ways of oneness. It's not scary to me. At all. I keep very appropriate professional boundaries of, well, this is the stuff that you could never have access to because that's client privilege, client confidentiality. So that business stuff, of course not. I'm protecting the right to privacy for my clients as a simple example. Anything else, give a fuck what you look at. You want to look at my phone, look at my fucking phone. I don't keep secrets in my relationship. I don't need to. I'm a person of integrity. I'm a person of trust. I am a person of truth. I am the ways of oneness. Do you understand this? When you become the ways, there is no conflict in your fucking relationship anymore. There's transparency. Do you understand? Like there's nothing to keep secret because you're becoming the ways of oneness. The ways of oneness will actually elevate your relationship to an enlightened one over time. If you're willing to become the ways or are you choosing to stay in your darkness as an immature little child who does nothing but silently kills your relationship over time because you're unwilling to grow up? You're unwilling to heal yourself of your wounds that cause you to, to run all these behavioral programs of secrecy that do nothing but destroy you. It destroys your relationship, which means it's destroying you. Your ability to experience unconditional love, your ability to experience loyalty at a divine level, your inability to experience the way of honoring of you as a human. What is there to honor if you're keeping secrets? Nothing. How could anybody honor that? There's nothing to honor there. Do you understand how we damage and we sabotage ourselves when we run these types of programs? Do you understand that? So if you want to experience really experience what unconditional love actually is, you can't be keeping secrets. You can't be running all of these programs that are the opposite of what unconditional love is. So you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to get the coaching. 
You have to be willing to do the work to heal all this crap, all these programs, mental, emotional, behavioral programs, inner child wounds that you have that are destroying your ability to be the person of responsibility, truth, presence, connection, compassion, equality, trust, honoring, loyalty, integrity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because if you can't be that for yourself, you cannot create that in your relationship with any human. It's impossible. You can't offer to another what you haven't become for yourself first. Can't fake it. So when you understand that, you understand I've got work to do on myself in order to become the person who can be trusted. You don't expect other people to trust you. You just are trustworthy yourself. You are truth yourself. You become the ways of oneness. You live in oneness consciousness. And then you no longer are somebody who harms yourself or other people anymore. Which if you're not the ways of oneness... By default, you are, to whatever degree, creating harm to yourself and to others. And keeping secrets in your relationship is just one example of how you do it. It's time to heal that, become better versions of ourselves, and to face the fear that prevents us from doing the real work to become that person to begin with. All of those programs of a lack of self-love, nobody who loves themselves shows up as a person who can't be trusted. No one who loves themselves shows up as a person who can't be trusted, who can't be truthful. No one, right? So you see there's work to be done if you are showing up in those ways in your relationships, okay? So be sure to like, subscribe, share this with others, with everybody that you know or somebody that you think it could benefit Make sure you visit our website, mastersofselfuniversity.com. Get a free consultation for our relationship coaches, our individual coaches. You can receive relationship coaching for yourself, even if you're single. Do the work. Heal now before you date and meet the next person that you may be in a relationship with. Before you commit to another human, if you're single, you can still receive relationship coaching from one of our certified relationship coaches. It's a wonderful, proactive, mature decision to make to do that kind of work on yourself, even if you're single. So just keep that in mind. We are here to help. We are here to support you through levels of elevation that you haven't yet achieved. We are here together in oneness to do that for one another, okay? The highest level of integrity are our coaches, the training that we have at Masters of Self University to train and prepare our certified coaches to guide you through this really deep levels of transformational work of alchemy. Okay, we take that, I take that very seriously because we live in the ways of oneness. This entire corporation, Masters of Self University, functions on the ways of oneness, those 20 ways of oneness. So grab the book, The 20 Universal Ways of Oneness, read about what the ways are, really sign up for our classes on this stuff so that you can learn and elevate and you can become in harmony. The 20th way of oneness is the way of harmony. You can create harmony in your life, in your relationships, in every aspect of what you experience here on earth. And no, that doesn't mean 
I'm feeding you a bunch of bullshit that people like to do so you'll buy their crap. It doesn't mean that you'll never experience a challenge, that you'll never experience emotional pain again. That's not what it means. Living in harmony doesn't mean that you won't experience challenging times. It means you will be in harmony with the purpose of that challenge when it comes and you will move through it with grace, with unconditional love and compassion for yourself, with the divine power to move through something challenging that might be sad or scary. That's what it means to be an enlightened being, truly. So grab the book, The 20 Universal Ways of Oneness. Sign up for a free consultation at mastersofselfuniversity.com. We are in this together, so let's do it. Sending all the love in the universe for you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now, everybody.